Just as crazy and I don't know what to do So I made a podcast for me and for you Pizza sauce and daily digs Everybody loves a bitch Japanese girls and 80s bitch Rock and roll like Stevie Nicks Mafia, Zelda Blues Telling you what's wrong with school Bruno Dance and Dan Marino Talking shit on people we know Hockey fights and cracking beers Living life without no fear Oh my brain, what's inside? I don't like know the word of like weird Japanese shit. Turtles and hot pockets. If you don't like those, I don't want to be friends. She's got eyes of the bluest skies, as if they thought of rain. What a sweet child of mine. So I was doing in the shower this morning. I thought I was sick. It's the cure for COVID. Just sing as loud as you can. Guns and Roses, of course. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I was enjoying it though. I really did feel sick because uh, my girlfriend's had COVID. And then I don't know, it was the shower, the shave. Sometimes you got to just clean your damn self up. You just, my buddy always talked about that. Like in Shanghai, there'd be just weeks where just shit, you don't cut your nails, you don't get a haircut. It's not because you're living like just scum. It just happens. Just, especially when you're living abroad, it's like some days it's just a challenge to feed yourself like language issues and just cultural issues. You know, you don't just like go to the bank and get shit done. Like even here, people have a hard time doing that stuff there. It's like a whole other, whole other culture you're up against, which I feel like people talk about that with living in Europe, right? They're always like, oh, everyone wants to live in Europe, man. Until you're there, then the pharmacy's closed and the bank's closed and the blah. That's perfect for me. Cause I don't fucking get around to doing shit anyway. Like, I like avoiding, like, I just want my whole life to be procrastination of dumb shit. I know you got to get around to it eventually. But uh, thinking about how odd uh, fame is, and this isn't like I just sit there and just go like, all right, this is what I'm going to think about now. It was because I was listening to, I was still watching skate videos. I'm down like this skateboard wormhole. I'm not coming out. I just love it so much. Like, I feel like I'm reverting to like my 13 year old self. I don't know if that's a negative thing because, you know, like I said, the passing of my mother, I'm trying to revert back. I think I honestly just enjoy the shit out of it. It's awesome. Like I just miss doing more physical activities that aren't, aren't just like go to fucking row this dumbbell or lift this shit. It's like, you know, just go kicking around on a board. I don't even have to go do tricks. Just the doing something with your body, stretching your legs out just feels great. Um, I don't know. I'm going to have to find a place around here because the roads, well, we just got that blizzard. But in addition to that, the roads around here are absolute shite. Just potholes and like gravelly asphalt. Like we need that fresh stuff where there's no cracks or anything. It's just like that hard, dense, smooth, glistening, black, amber beauty. I don't know what the hell I'm talking about. But I really just want to get out on a board. And then I'm like realizing like a couple of buddies of mine, my boy Billy Baru used to ride one of them like plastic type of boards, but like the strong one, you're not the two super tiny ones, but like, you know, a, a pointed like an old school, early 90s, late 80s, where it's got the point at the front and it's still got the big, I think that's the time frame, eight ladies, eight ladies, eight ladies in the 80s went shopping for some dates. Um, he had one of those boards and he lived far as hell from me, like a solid 45 minute subway ride at least. And he would 
bored to come hang out. It was crazy. He's like, yeah, dude, I did it. It was like a couple hours of just nonstop kicking. And it's like crazy to me, really. And he was always shredded, but he would like guzzle whiskey and beer and shit. Like he's just one of those body types too, where he's just like thin and always like Jesus ripped. Uh, but it did dawn on me and he would do like yoga and he would just be boarding and he's like 42 and he just like rides his board ever. But I do want to get some kind of board, even if it's just like one of those long boards type of deals, it's probably better for me around here. But, uh, yeah, anyway, I was watching skate videos. God, I go off. So watching skate videos and there's all these songs coming up. I was like, damn, this shit is good. And then like inevitably it takes me an hour plus to watch like a 50 minute skate video. Cause I'm looking up every single song and then I'm looking up like, Oh, what else did these guys do? Oh, well, when did they come out? Oh, when's this album? Like, I just can't help myself when it's so good. Like that's where I'm at. I'm just like, everything is so good. I'm just like sampling the delights of earth and just loving it. Um, so I found this guy, Dennis Lloyd. Now some people might be like, yeah, dude, like no shit. I never heard of him. Vaguely, it sounds familiar, but I'm probably just putting a memory in my head. I looked this dude up on Spotify. The song's got almost a billion listens. It's like, what? And I don't mean like what? Like this dude's shit. I just mean like I've never even heard of this. Is it a dude? Is it a girl? I, I don't even know. He's got almost 9 million plays a month. This song has... Almost a billion plays. This other one's got 171. It's just crazy that I've never even heard of this dude. I'm sure I've probably heard a song maybe with him on it. And I didn't even realize like, I'm not good with like names and giving a shit who like this, this song with like, you know, featuring, I don't really care until I like it. Then I start clicking through. But a lot of times I hear whatever, I don't, I don't care. So it blew me away that I couldn't even, I wouldn't even know who this dude is. Um, but he could be so big or so influential to other people. You know, this might be like somebody's song that they just listen to every time that they run or work out or whatever, or skate. Uh, and it just started more and more. I started just going down, finding people that I had no idea who they are, or I thought they were kind of big. Like the Arctic monkeys have like a song that's like, I knew they were big, but not like, not that big. Like, what am I saying? Oh shit. Arctic big. What the fuck am I doing? I said big. I type big. You ever do that where you're talking and then you type what you talk? You type what you talk. <laughs> you type the words that are coming out of your mouth. Arctic monkeys. Look at this. 1.2 billion. This one's almost got a billion. This one's got over half a billion. It's great. All from one album. Like what a fucking album that is then. Jesus which I actually don't care for that that much. Um, there's some other stuff that I like from them better, but it's, uh, well, that's probably cause the radio killed it for me, but 22 million listens, which I love this game. If you ever play this game, you say a, a music, a musician, and then another person has to guess how many monthly listens, you know, it's like whoever gets the closest, I guess if you're playing with a room full of people, it's fun as shit. Cause you'd be blown away uh, by who has, large numbers and who's just steady. It's, it's crazy. Yeah. So anyway, this just got me thinking about fame and how odd it is that like somebody, you know, there's like that whole Sugarman documentary where he's massively famous in South Africa. And meanwhile, he's working like day labor jobs in Detroit doesn't have a clue. It's just so odd that something can be so important to somebody or a huge group of people 
And to a whole bunch of other people, it's less than important. It doesn't even exist. But to you, it's like you cherish it. Like I found this out. I was talking about Bill Burr with my family and they just kept being like, shut up about Bill. But like, I don't even know who he is. What is he like? He's a comedian or something like a couple of people knew of him doing like interviews, probably on like Howard Stern or something like that. But it just blew me away. I was like, it's Bill Burr. He's got like three TV shows out right now that are huge. He's got like his own cartoon. He's on like these guest appearances on so many shows. He's got like five fucking podcasts. God only knows. And he's something like the most watched podcast when he's on things. And it was just crazy to me. I was like, also, he's like a legend in comedy to like in my circle of friends, not even comedian friends, just my circle of friends. He's so importantly inf- influential that like we always crack jokes or bring up bits of his and just like inside jokes about, you know, having these great Bill Burr bits and, and moments in life that are a very like Bill Burr environment. Like I've said, like you watch enough curb enthusiasm, you start going through life and things start being like very Larry or things start being very Seinfeld or, you know, or very the office. So it's like Bill Burr is like up there with that to me. It's like, he's got his own Bill Burr universe. He's just like, just like little ginger shit, you know, but it's just that great wise ass, quick wit, you know, a little bit nasty. He's a little bit of a curmudgeon. It's just, it's, he's got a world. And it's crazy to me that people have no clue about it or don't even really give a shit. So it's just so odd. Also, you can be so famous and I'm, I don't have any fame, but I'm assuming to people who are famous, there is some weird, it's a very weird state of reality. I've thought about it a lot. Um, it's just interests me at different times, like living in China, especially because you realize who is known and who is not known. Like there's whole swatches of the the world, the global population, a huge country like China doesn't even know these people exist. And then other people are huge to them. So like how popular basketball is. Um, so for example, one time I got a package sent to me from my mom with like, maybe like some birthday stuff or Christmas gifts or whatever. And I never really got it. And it kind of showed up. It said it showed up in China, but like, I don't know. And then there's like this thing out by the airport, this massive thing that apparently people have had to go to. And then you find your, your package there and you got to pay to get it out of like customs and shit. I don't know, but I lived like right behind Oh, at this point I was living a couple of blocks away, but there was a local post office by us, which wound up being like right below my one apartment. But I just went there because that's where it said it was. And it was just like a warehouse just with shit through strewn about. It was crazy. Just boxes and nothing made sense to me. There was just random people just like taking naps on packages, people smoking cigarettes. Like the how any of this operates is a beautiful. I don't know how. It reminds me of like catch 22 and just like, there's just this madness of chaos of this war machine transporting, getting goods, you know, getting shipments of things coming and going and the whole just mechanism of this massive thing that no one person can understand. Somehow it makes sense and works yet. No one really knows. And it's pure madness. So it was like that. And I'm just like wandering rooms it was lunchtime. So basically people smoke or sleep for like a couple of hours. There's a lot of, a lot of napping going on around in China for the most part, which is crazy how much shit they're getting done. The city's got the second tallest top three tallest buildings, not top three, but the, in the top 10, they have three of the tallest buildings in the world. Industrious as shit. 
Maybe it is the naps, the naps and the cigarettes. Everyone there is smoking. Baby's got fucking cigarettes, cab drive. Everyone's calm driving around, I've noticed. And I, it dawned on me one day, like clusterfuck of just cars in the way of each other and just everyone doing the wrong thing at the same time. And it dawned on me that everyone was calm. Like in the U.S., there would be people shooting each other. There would be at least screaming and hollering and getting out of the car and threats of violence. It would be madness and honking. No one gave a shit. And I looked and like everyone was smoking, like everyone had a cigarette. And I was like, God damn it. They serve a function. Like the whole U S has gotten healthier because now smoking is such a, but look at the mental health. It's a goddamn tra- train wreck. So it's like, what did we, we, we traded like physical lung health for just a complete destruction of our mental health. Like, fuck it. We need cigarettes. You know what I mean? It's a weird thing that I've, I've discussed, I've discussed in my own noggin. It's a weird thing that I've thought a lot about though, because when you, again, this is what the importance of traveling is, um, is the fact that you're just put up against something that challenges your thoughts of like, of course, smoking's not good. Of course we got to, but there's a whole thing of like, wait a minute, I'm looking at this society you know, again, I don't have data and shit. You can, you can make any argument, I guess is what I'm saying, but there's something to be said for a lot of this stuff that we just, no, 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 no. Look at the It's like my mom didn't smoke or drink at all. And she got lung cancer. So what the hell does that say? And then there's people who look at fucking the Rolling Stones and uh, what the hell is his name? Bob Dylan, dude. smoke. Again, I understand. I don't smoke anymore because I don't like feeling like shit. It makes my hangovers worse. I feel gross. I'm always thirsty. My mouth is dry. It's nasty. You know, but they have, there's something that I'm still not sure of that we should get rid of them as a society because I've witnessed the calmness of everyone just chain smoking at the same time. Um, But again, that's another reason, like I said, people should travel. And I don't know how I got down this path. Oh, fame, 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 fame. Oh my God. I was at the, the, the fucking post office. I got, all right. So backtrack. I lost my package. I'm at the post office. Can't find anybody. Everybody's sleeping and smoking, but I find this one guy and I can't, my Chinese is shit. My Mandarin was all is always shit, but it was really pathetic at this point. And I find this guy and I'm trying to show him. I got this little sticky note post-it note with like Chinese shit. And I'm like, yeah, this is the package I need. It's lost. It's all. Couldn't get a word through. And then yeah, I think he asked me if I was from the U S then I realized that I tried to explain where I was from. I was like New York, but New York isn't where the package is from. I'm trying to tell him that it's from Philadelphia. So I start talking about the 76ers and basketball and Allen Iverson. And immediately it was a connection. He's like, Oh, Iverson, Philadelphia, 76ers. Like he knew. And it was fucking great. And we're talking. And then we just started saying basketball players names. And it was like, holy shit, you can be, you know, in a post office in China and just throw on basketball players' names. And it was like, you're talking about Buddha or, you know what I mean? The most famous person you could imagine, Confucius or some shit. And it was like, whoa, wait a minute. I wonder, like, then it dawned on me that like basketball players or ex-basketball players might be some of the most famous people in the world next to like some soccer players. But even soccer players, these Again, you got China's into basketball. So it started blowing my mind. Like Michael Jordan might be like the most famous person on the planet next to like Michael Jackson. I I, I had a bunch of different ones, but it really dawned on me this idea of fame, how weird it is. 
um, and just how I feel like for me, how important it is to find this stuff because not just because it's famous, but like how much good stuff is out there that I don't even, how many other Dennis Lloyds are out there or a million other bands I found in the last week that I had no idea about. And they have like millions of listeners a month. And it's like, wow, it's making my life so much better having access to them than not. And how many, how many like desserts have you had in your life that imagine if you never, sorry, imagine if you never had that dessert, like tiramisu or something. And then it's like, now you look forward to that thing a couple of times a year where somebody makes it or you buy it and you're like, Oh, it's, it's crazy to think that there's things that are still out there that you've never had. And they're going to exponentially make your life so much better. There's gotta be like desserts in Europe and things that I haven't tasted, seen, heard just all this amazing. Like I went to, um, it was just my birthday three, two years ago, three years ago. I went to the grand sumo championship in Japan. That was hands down the greatest like live event, sports event, anything that I've ever been to. It was unbelievable. And it's like, my life is like so much better for having gone to that. So I feel like that's my real mission right now is to just to snuff this stuff out. Just keep discovering, keep finding, like, I'm so thrilled about it. Like all the, uh, these skate videos I'm watching, I'm like, there's these documentaries and they're moving and beautiful and incredible and inspiring. And they're making me like, Oh, I want to play music again. I got to do art, man. I got to do art. Like there's so much good shit out there. And I just can't believe how much better my life is after finding it. So that's like really where I'm at. I'm trying to push out stuff to people, I'm trying to bring in stuff to my life and make me feel inspired and just interested and engaged. And I'm just like, it's not only pumped, it's just, you can like feel it making you better. Like It's like, you know, after you eat like good food, like good chicken soup and you just feel nourished. Like I feel my soul and my mind are being nourished and it's just like, whoa, how much more of this stuff is out there? I can't, you can't stop. It's almost like, I don't want to sleep. You know what I mean? Like how much good, how much greatness is out there undiscovered by at least me and by other people, you know, there's so much more. So that's my mission right now. I'm trying to find, discover, and bring about like stuff that should be famous too. And that isn't, and I don't mean fame just because for the bullshit sake of, Oh, he's fame. I mean, like it has an impact on people in a way that it deserves recognition. Like that's what I'm saying. So I'm trying to uh, really focus on that. Mm. Oh, this is a side point. Something I was thinking about when I was saying, and when I found out like basketball players were super famous and just in general, what, what can be considered famous in different areas. This is why it's necessary. And I don't think the U S is ever going to get better. I don't think America is ever going to get better as a country unless more people leave. All right. So I had this idea a number of years ago. This is one way to do it as you pick like three countries and then they give you like three countries randomly that maybe you don't want, but not everybody can pick like France and Germany and England or whatever. So your name gets put in and it raffles and then you get a random country and you have to go live there for a year and like complete a year living there. And I don't know, there could be some kind of benefits that if you do it, you know, they pay for your college tuition. If you want to go to college or they give you a, a money stipend for having done it. Um, and 
if you don't, you don't get that benefit or something. I don't know. But I feel like it's so necessary on so many levels um, to make people just a better human beings for themselves, better for everyone around them, um, better for the country of having new inputs, new perspectives on things. I mean, if you look at a lot of other countries, especially countries where tech and science is being pushed, you know, you got like India, China, all these countries, they were for a while, it was a big issue. It probably still is where they were sending their students to these top schools in the U.S. And because they have certain like race quotas and things to meet, not only did they deserve to come in, but like make it into the Harvards, the Yales, the MITs, but also, you know, the school was looking to promote diversity within themselves. So taking in these students and then a lot of them wind up leaving, taking this education and all this knowledge back to their home country and it's benefiting them, which, you know, that's great. The whole world in general is getting better, which would mean that should reciprocate and make the U.S. better. You know, we're a global population, so to speak. But there's a whole other aspect of that saying that, you know, we're losing so much in our own economy and to our own um, benefit of our own people and our own government and, and you know, just losing a lot of this knowledge. Um, so, you know, sending other people abroad and having them not necessarily go to school for sciences or math or whatever, but just gain cultural awareness and, and all of this stuff, it would be unbelievable for everyone, um, especially with this bullshit political system we have, having people just go other places that just smack them upside the head, show them an entire different reality, challenge all of their stupid beliefs that they already hold by the time they're like 20. It's like, how do you have such concrete beliefs? It's insane that people just get so entrenched by the time they're in college. That's exactly when you need to get shoved into something that just goes, holy shit, I don't know anything. I believe it was Confucius or Buddha, one of them. One of them guys. One of them said, the more you see, the less you know. And the idea is that you would think the more you see, the more you're gaining knowledge, but it's that the more you question the things you believe, the more you aren't sure anymore about things you used to feel are black and white, all of a sudden are a million shades of gray. Um, so... I just had this theory about that. That's not the only way to do it. And you couldn't force people to do it. Like I said, you can't do it like mandatory military service where you have to, you have to fucking study somewhere, not even study. You have to go live somewhere because, you know, you would have issues of people going to places they don't want to go and it's forced and that's not freedom. And then if something happens to them in like, you know, Ivory Coast or somewhere in Africa or, you know, somewhere in the Southeast Asia or some shit, they get taken by booty pirates and turned into a, uh, you know, sex slave or whatever it is, you, you know, that'll put the kibosh on that. Uh, so, you know, you would do it where you get some kind of benefit, just like buying an electric vehicle, you get a tax refund or something you get, go study abroad or go live abroad for a year and we'll give you 40 grand, you know, just like universal basic income that you earned by getting more culturally aware and they pay for it, you know, or that's it. Yeah. They pay for you to live. Uh, and then they give you like 10 grand or something. I don't know. I'm just spitballing here. Work with me people, but it's the only way that the world's going to get better. If I was, I don't want to be the president. God, I do never want to do that job, but that would be something I would try to implement is just making people better. Like, what do you think is going to happen? 
people are just propagating these entrenched thought processes that are like just handed down. And it's making my life fucking sucky, sucky. Cause like my friends are arguing about stuff and it's like, it's always just sand in their butt crack about something and like, and then we got to like all tiptoe around. It just feels weird. It's just like, what are we doing? None of this is even related. So anyway, we got to force people to go live in hellhole countries, get malaria, have diarrhea for three months. Like I did in China and you know, you'll be a better person for it. <laughs> Certainly lighter once you've had neon orange diarrhea. All right. That's enough of this shit. Literally for today. Why did I have to end on poop? Grow up, man. Jeez. So fame is odd. Children should be forced to live in foreign countries, not children, young adults, you know, college aged adults, and uh, we'll all be better for it. So that's enough of this shit for today. Thanks for joining me. Everyone thinks not doing shit's easy, but it's not. It's gonna get weird, go paint some stuff. That's enough of this bullshit for one day. Sometimes you just gotta slam them fuckers. Oh, sure.